Welcome everyone to another episode of Doe's Nose. This episode is being brought to you in part by Hurley, GoPro, Oakley, Kona Boys, Kona Coffee and Tea, Maverick Sport Fishing, Deuce Gym, and Original Nutritionals. Don't forget you guys can find me on all social media such as Facebook, Dozer Dave Barnett, Instagram, Dozer Dave, Twitter, Dozer Dave Knows, and my website, www.dozenose.com, where you get to see a more in-depth look at all our guests and uh, photos and links to their websites and also to our sponsors. Um, well, here we are. We're only a few days out from Christmas. I finally just got my tree up today. got the lights on. I know I'm running a little slow, but my, my son's super, super stoked about it. Um, and uh, I hope you guys got all your stuff done because uh, we are running late. I know that. That's for sure. The weather's been crazy here. Um, been snowing for the last month up on the mountains and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy some pretty scenic stuff um, I'm really excited uh, you know because you guys know I'm a humongous Oakland Raider fan diehard Oakland Raider fan always has been and we just clinched our spot in the playoffs yep we beat San Diego um, and right now we're just we're just working for home field advantage I'm so excited. You guys have no idea. Um, But speaking about football and being excited, I've got a great guest this week. One of my buddies, he is a former NFL quarterback. Um, This guy has played with the Redskins, the Bengals, um, the Jaguars, the Bears, the Bills, the Titans. um, And he's been all over the place. And... uh, he has now started something really, really cool where he has a quarterback training camp and he teaches and trains uh, quarterbacks that are currently in the NFL and up and coming quarterbacks out of college. And I guess one of the guys he's training right now is Jack Del Rio's son. So yeah, I'm really, really stoked on that. And if you don't know who Jack Del Rio is, he is the coach of the Raiders and yeah, super stoked. But um, let's give a big warm welcome to Jordan Palmer. Jordan, welcome to Joe's Note. Welcome to the show. Doze, it's about time, man. I'm fired up to, one, to hang. I'm glad we got to do this in person. And two, uh, we glad, pretty honored. Glad man. we got to do it in Fiji. <laughs> of all the places to do it, we are sitting at the Kulu Bar, which some argue would be the greatest bar in the world, watching restaurants right now. So I've had worse days. And it's glassy and firing out there. Tide's starting to come up. So... You're, unfortunately for you, you're not going to be able to surf because you have to jump on a plane. I am getting on a plane pretty here pretty soon. It's the last day. But to be honest, this is one of those trips where um, any awesome vacation, you know, it's like, oh, man, it's bummed that it's over. It's sad, you know, whatever. But I feel so honored and like, one, because the crew that's here and so blessed to be able to come here. 
that I am so content. It's my second time doing this, but I feel like more content and okay leaving mm-hmm. than I've ever felt on any other vacation or any other dope trip. Well, this year you got to bring your wife and your son. Mm-hmm. And by the way, dude, your family is a beautiful, beautiful family. I just completely fell in love with them. Thank you. Totally agree. And Super you lucky. Caught, and you caught probably some of the best waves of your life this trip. I've seen your photos. Absolutely. You were yeah. charging Cloudbreak. I took an, a step. I definitely did a lot of cartwheels. It looked like I was auditioning for the Olympic gymnastics team for a little bit, but I got some unbelievable waves. Had some. Well, you're a big boy, and I've seen yeah. some of the waves were over your head. How tall yeah. are you? Uh, about 6'6". Six, 6'6", six. Six, six, yeah. dude. Former NFL quarterback. The whole overhead, shoulder high, chest high thing, it's it's a wash for me. Right. You know? If it's waist high, it's like head high for me. There you go. <laughs> but um, you've had a, uh, a stellar career. We, you know, it's going to be a short podcast because you do have a plane to catch. But um, I kind of want people to know who you are and how important you are to all of us. And um, and first of all, you know, I had always been a fan of yours. You know, I'm for an sure. NFL fan. Of course, I'm a Raiders fan. Raider fan. But uh, watching you and your brother grow up playing football and your brother was actually uh, one of my quarterbacks. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, you know, what What teams did you play for? You played for Cincinnati. You know, you I had, I had a, one of those weird careers. Buffalo? I, I played, uh, drafted by Washington, a couple years in Cincinnati, played in Chicago, which was was uh, my favorite stop. Uh, played in Jacksonville, finished up in Tennessee. So, bounced around. You know, a lot of people who don't, aren't hardcore NFL fans uh-huh. and really pay attention to, to it 12 months out of the year. Just kind of assume that like every quarter, every NFL player like makes millions and plays long time when the reality right. is like four or five guys on each team make a ton of money and everyone else is just trying to keep their job that week. Sure. And sure. so, um, and then I've had, you know, some people who don't watch football at all say, oh, congrats, man, you played on like seven teams. That's amazing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I got fired seven times before I was 26. <laughs> so... There's both sides of it, but I, I was well, super lucky. Well, you watched that show on HBO called Ballers with The Rock yeah. and all yeah. that. And those football players. that's how all, it is for everybody. Yeah, you assume exactly that's how it is for everybody. Everybody's making $30 million for three years and and playing wherever they want to go. And chicks yeah. are flowing they got that everywhere. With baseball. And, yeah, <laughs> it's not even close. Huh? But no, I, I bounced around a bunch. I had a great job. I was a backup quarterback. And, um, and so prepared like crazy mm-hmm. you know got to play with a lot of superstars which was just interesting playing right. with like guys like Terrell Owens and Chad Ocho. it was just interesting it just made every day more fun it wasn't better or worse but um I had a really cool career I got to back my brother up for four years right and you guys actually got in the his in the record books for that because you guys were the only two brothers to ever play the same position for the same team at yeah. the same time yeah it was super cool I actually think that'll never get broken too I think that's one of the few few ones that it'd just be really really random if that ever happened again yeah um, how, how fun was it being able to play with your brother or was it like fuck are you kidding me this is the last thing in the world i want to do oh it was the it was the best stretch i've had for yeah. sure Both you see a lot of that. you see a lot of brothers like here on the world surfing tour the hobgoods the lopez's you know they the irons brothers um and some those guys sometimes would just be like brothers and just fight all the time yeah, I had a different relationship. My brother's four years older than me. You know, people don't realize this. He's had an awesome career, and um, and there's a lot of different ways to quantify people, but it's pretty crazy. He's actually the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Really? <laughs> it's crazy. If you want to be remembered for something, be remembered remember for that. Right. Um, so he's had a very different career than me. Um, 
and he was always a superstar. I always grew up with his shadow. And I don't know what it was. I think it was maybe because we had different talents mm-hmm. um, and different skill sets and all that. We happened to look alike and play the same position, play it very differently. Right. Um, but we never, even little, like we never really didn't get along. There was never really a period. So when I backed him up, I mean, it was just like the, absolutely the coolest thing ever. The dream. So your dream, parents man. were just like so. We stoked. both got into hunting at that time, which in Ohio we now have a farm. But in Ohio, which I really, really, really want to go to. Open invitation for you. Um, and uh, so we both got into bow hunting at the same time. So that was rad. He got pregnant. Him and his wife got pregnant with twins. So we were there for that, and it was just like a rad season of our lives. But yeah, NFL, NFL was was uh, the best part about it. I always say is like I just worked with the most interesting people ever. Uh-huh. The ghettoest black dudes the countryest white dudes the polynesians the ev- like every extreme Eth- of every ethnicity every background every some guys who grew up in poverty some guys who grew up trust fund baby i mean it was just like every single element is on each team it's like 60 dudes and it's you gotta get tough. along it's super interesting it's super and fun so many egos yeah yeah, that's, that's got to be really tough. Everybody wants to be the best on the team. And, um, you know, you are on a team, but there's a lot of eyes. Yeah. You know, and if they don't come together. For sure. Um, but that was fun. That's still the backup quarterback's job is to kind of like piece everything together. Just uh-huh. to manage everything for the starter, um, get all the receivers, running backs, everybody on the same page. So for me, um, what I do for a living now is really what I did playing is I'm in business development. I connect people. Uh-huh. And my last couple jobs that I got in the NFL was because of a great relationship that I had and somebody just trusted me right. and gave me the job, even though there was probably other people who were better at football right. at the time. Um, and I do that now for a living. But um, that was kind of my role. And that was why it was so fun is just kind of bringing everybody together and having to make sure all the, all the different crews click. And, and it seems like I have that same job as well, too, with this totally. week here in Tavarua. And um, it's it's trying to get every single person together and make sure that everyone clicks. And sometimes you got to put people together that aren't meant to be together. And you mm-hmm. got to find out, hey, is this going to work or not? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, um, and I think it, it's a specific trait, too. I totally agree. I mean, you've, this is my second year coming out to the Kelly Slater Invitational, spending a week in Tavi, and and um, half the group's the same, the other half's new, and right. two for two, everybody clicks. Now, I met you through Kelly and Shane. Um, Shane had always told me about you for a few years. You guys had started kind of hunting together. You did a hunt on, on Lanai for some access yeah. deer, and um, he's like, yeah, I met these quarterback guys from the NFL, and... He's like, do you know Carson Palmer? I'm like, fuck yeah, he plays for my team, yeah. you know. <laughs> and Jordan Palmer's brother, I'm like, fuck yeah. And um, and they're like, they have the sickest ranch over in Ohio, and he couldn't remember exactly where it was at. Farm in Texas, they call them <coughs> ranches. In Ohio, we call them farms. farms. Gotcha. Yeah. And so um, he's like, yeah, these guys are super cool. I'm hunting with them, and. They've invited me to come hunt out there with them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude. I'm a fan. Um, I know you don't like football. I like football. Get me. Let, let me meet these guys. Yeah. You know, because they'll be like, yeah, please come to the ranch. Yeah. Sure enough, I got to meet you. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, But you got to work for a business called Omaze. And Omaze is a charitable organization that's put together for um, athletes and celebrities 
to kind of raise money for their different charities. And so you got to work with them. You want to kind of break down? Yeah. Well, so this whole thing started, um, me and a couple guys started a, a company called Kalo, Q-A-L-O. We make uh, functional wedding bands for couples pursuing active lifestyles. And um, so if you've ever seen like the little rubber rings. So um, we had started that company and it, and it started to go really well. And we were looking at working with, um, athletes. And so we kind of said, what is the first market we want to hit with Kalo? And we said, we want to attack like kind of hunting, but we also maybe want to work with a surfer. But really all that matters is we need like the best married dude. Who's like, has visibility, right? Like, who's like known as like the best married guy who also is amazing at something. Right. Right. Typically different than any other brand. Right. Cause normally it's like, who's the best surfer, the best football player. Let's sign them. I don't care who they are off the field. Right. Right. So we looked at it and, you know, the more I asked around and stuff like that, I was like, gosh, Shane, man, Shane Dorian, he's a legend surfer. I mean, he's, I don't know. And and then he's, man, he's a bow hunter too. I follow him on Insta. He crushes it, whatever. And I had sent rings to a lot of people. And then I see a video of Shane wearing the ring and I never paid anybody to wear the ring. Uh I wanted to send it out. And if people rocked it, your quarterback, Derek Carr wears it every Sunday. Right. Um, He's not getting paid. And, um, and then I, so I worked, started to talk to Shane a little bit. So we went and shot content on Lanai. I went hunting with him for a couple of days. We shot, had a you know production shoot. Went back to Kona, met Lisa, Jackson, and Charlie, his family, amazing family. I'm like, dude, this guy's a way better dad than he is surfer. And, uh, and we were on shoot and we were at a skate park in Kona. And Shane was kind of bumming about like, he wishes he could like raise some money for, um, you know, for, for, for some local stuff. Right. And I said, Hey, I, th- I have another client called Omaze. I think I got a way that we can throw some money there. Uh-huh. So what Omaze is, is they take once in a lifetime experiences around celebrities and instead of auctioning it off to, um, a high net worth, wealthy person who can buy it right now, it's really like $10 entry. Anyone can win. So I'm sure a lot of the people who are listeners of your podcast does, they have kind of heard of this trip or the, the uh, Maldives trip or the wave pool experience that we put together. So we, I've done a couple with Kelly and Shane and Jamie O'Brien. Um, but we also have a Tom Brady one right now. We have a right. Russell Wilson one right now. With Ben Affleck and, yeah. and Matt Damon. Yeah. So really do a bunch of these deals. And uh, what's been really cool is, you know, in the last 12 months, so we did um, this trip last year, this trip this year, we did a wave pool experience with Kelly by himself, and then we did Jamie O'Brien and Shane, and we raised over $1.2 million for these That's guys' charities, awesome. which is, if you think about it, you know how much time's gone into it. Mm-hmm. They put a lot more time into other things. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is it's pretty low-key on them, and the people that have won all these experiences, I mean, it's a life changer. It's an incredible trip. For sure. We had um, a guy named William win it this year. And he was able to bring his wife and their baby. And last year, it was a girl named Stephanie who's never even surfed before in her Stacey. entire life. Stacy. Stacy, yeah. That never even surfed before in her entire life. And she was able to bring her niece with her. Mm-hmm. And it just, she fell in love with a bartender here in, uh, in Tavarua. I love it. Yeah. She, apparently, she's supposed to be out here next month to see her love. Wow. And yeah. Kelly's you know, stoked them out with boards and they're like all into surfing now. So, yeah. um, it really is, it really is incredible, um, to be able to do that. So we raised a bunch of money. I mean, I'm here for the week and I came last year and had the time of my life and I brought my wife and my 11 month old 
and uh, it was 10 times better this year with them here. So yeah, well, I I'll tell you what less, it is. But it was amazing. Yeah, but you've caught some incredible waves, like I said, and and we all got to meet your family and. And Ford is the cutest little friggin' fucker on the planet. He is, man. He is so cute. He's got so much energy, and he's just a, one of the smiley, happy Dude, babies actually, all the time. That's crazy, man. He Except for five o'clock the in the morning. Cutest little motherfucker I've ever seen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. Next to my own, of course. But um, now let's talk about your football camp. Yeah. Your quarterback training camp. So it's cool. I'm in a phase right now so i just last year was my first year being completely done with football uh -huh. after doing it for 10 years um i remember last year you were coming here you were getting called up by I the almost, ravens i almost went to baltimore and you almost went to baltimore yeah it was crazy um and and honestly that was it was four days before i left for this trip so i was i was going to work every day mm -hmm. i run a marketing agency called common thread collective we build online businesses. So we work with some startups. Kalo, obviously, is an example. But we also work with Lululemon and North Face. So we kind of work with a lot of different brands. Right. And um, so I'm, I, go, you know, I go to work every day. And uh, I got a phone call from Ozzie Newsom, who's the general manager of the Ravens, and saying, Joe Flacco just blew his knee out. Can you fly here tonight? This was four days out of our four I was leaving for Tabby. Right. So I have all my shit packed, boards, all that stuff. I was like in the middle of taking all the wax off one of my shortboards and um, I'm like, give me one hour. I got to talk to my company. Uh -huh. We got 80 people that work there. So I give the whole, hey, I'm out, <laughs> you know, I'm leaving for the next 10 weeks, blah, blah, blah. And then some crazy shit went down where another quarterback got cut that day after Ozzy called me named Jimmy Clausen, who's the only other guy who knows that system, whatever. Long story short, they went with Jimmy instead of me. My wife was eight months pregnant. She was on the phone with Flacco's wife, locking in a hotel, or yeah. a ho not locking in a doctor. I'm sorry. We were going to like deliver in Baltimore. Oh, and wow. it changed that fast. I get the phone call, the second phone call. So I took everything out of my tabby bags and I'm lo loading like suits and big jackets and beanies and like <laughs> fucking Baltimore, you know, right in December. And, uh, take all that back out, load my trunks and everything back in the bags, and then leave three days, four days later for Tabby. What was their record right then? Did they have a chance of getting in the playoffs? No, or? no. They were, everyone was hurt. Steve Smith was hurt. Flacco was hurt. <laughs> the running back was hurt. It was bad. It, it was strictly a paycheck. It was like, go right. there, bust your ass, do well. But the <laughs> thing about NFL is like, fun or not, you, you, know, you can make really good money for what your time, you know, for the amount of time you're there. And it so. could set you up for the next year. Totally. So I... Um, so when that happened, I was like, this is exactly why I don't want to keep playing because the uncertainty of everything. And so at that moment, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm like at, totally at peace with being done. And I'm going to Fiji. And I'm out. I'm going to Fiji. <laughs> so And we had worked really hard all year on this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to yeah, have, have you to fill somebody in last second. It would have been last second. I would have had to step up and take up more power because, you uh -huh. know, the other person wouldn't have had a clue. Yeah. And uh, but thank God that didn't happen. So, your quarterback training camp. You yeah, know, I see that you're busy as hell with that. Yeah, and so I split everything up right now, like seventy five, twenty five. So seventy five percent of my time I put into my business, um, mm -hmm. and um, I'm connecting people, kind of putting deals together. I work with a ton of influencers and ambassadors. And what and new what, brands. what quarterbacks are you working with right now? So on the camp side of things, I do a couple things. Um, I uh, I work with. Uh, about a handful, about a dozen NFL quarterbacks. Uh -huh. So where I can really help NFL guys is the guy who's like the number two who's coming up towards the end of his contract who's trying to take that next step. Right. Like Brock Osweiler last year. 
I'm working with a guy right now named Landry Jones, uh-huh. who's in the last year of his deal. He's back up to Ben Roethlisberger. He started five or six games in the last two years, played really, really well. And, you know, he's starting again tomorrow. And if he can light it up, you know, Brock Osweiler got $37.5 million. He only started seven games, and he played pretty good, I think. Right. Not amazing. Landry's played well. So I work with Landry every offseason to try and just get him better at playing great when you're unprepared. Mm-hmm. So I have a different philosophy and everything. And Landry set himself up. And it's the difference between Landry making, you know, a couple million dollars or like tens of couples of millions of dollars, right? right. So it's life-changing. So I work with um, one of the things I do is about a handful of NFL guys. Um, I train my brother as well. Mm-hmm. Charges ass money. Yep. Train him. As you should. Help him. Um, for those guys, really, I'm like, it's kind of like taking a golfer, like go, go, giving a golfer a brand new set of irons, like new golf clubs, right? Essentially, an NFL quarterback, if you're there, you are a brand new, like you're a perfect set of golf clubs. But I'm going to take the putter and I'm going to give you like a Scotty Cameron putter that uh-huh. has like the grip and the length, everything perfect for you. I'm going to show you exactly how to hit it. Then I'm going to give you like a 60 degree wedge that's like forged and has the right shaft, the right grip. And I'm going to teach you a couple shots with it. And I'm going to get you a driver, different shaft. I'm going to tone down this. I'm going to get you the right grip and I'm going to show you how to Find hit the it. Right degree. So I just take these badass sets of golf clubs and I just kind of give them two or three new clubs and show them how to hit them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I do with the NFL guys. But then the, my favorite thing that I... Favorite thing, I don't know what it's that a was. Ceiling fan, keep favorite the wood. <laughs> My favorite thing I do is I train guys for the NFL draft. So um, I work, I've worked with like Blake Bortles, mm-hmm. um, Christian Hackenberg last year, Sean Mannion in, in LA. This year I've got um, two kids, Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Kaiser. Really good chance to there go first and second overall this year in the draft, which would be really really fun. Right. Um, and I train them from January to March. So this is like my last vacation before. I tee it up with these guys, yeah. Yeah. And so I work with them a ton, and it'll be a television show. It's either going to be on NFL Network or Amazon right now. Uh I'm in final negotiations. Um, And it's killer. I I get to basically, like, be the pro, be the guy who kind of gets to show them and teach them how to be a pro. Right. Um, On the field, off the field, how they eat, how they work. Um, How to deal with on the camera. Yeah, media. That's huge. Marketing. A lot of these guys can't talk. No, when they get interviewed. In fact, Deshaun Watson comes from Gainesville, uh, Georgia. Total poverty. He was a uh, Habitat for Humanity. Chose his family because his story was so gnarly. When he was in like sixth grade, and moved him out of the hood and built a house for him. That's how gnarly his story wow. was. And he, um, you know, last year <laughs> as a sophomore, second year in college, he was runner up for the Heisman. He lost by two points in the national championship, and he's on track to graduate in three years. Um, which is insane, and uh, and he'll probably be the you know first you know first or second pick in the draft this year, and so guys like him, uh, it really is incredible. So he's this whole season I've had him study Steph Curry, study LeBron James mm-hmm. in their post game interviews after a loss. So he's really like studying. When I say when you say teach guys how to talk, it's not teach them how to talk. It's teach them how to like teach them how to handle the media and be a a great brand at all times but be honest and be open right so anyway so you get to work with these guys in all facets and the media can be tough as hell too oh it's crazy yeah, they're harsh you play in these big cities man i mean new york new york chicago i was in chicago i mean 
It's crazy. It's a different deal. And you're not just getting up in front of one reporter. It's a whole line of reporters waiting for their turn. Well, I can you and a player can get up there and they can talk for five minutes and go answer a bunch of questions. And any of those reporters can cut out that little sentence right at any point and right? edit it. So I'm freestyling right now, but you could you could say like. You know, I think, you know, I, we lost today and I'm bummed and I think we could have played better. And, you know, sure, like, you know, I think the play calling could have been better at times, but you don't know. And then the next day they could go, quote, this player said the play calling could be better. Right. Throwing the coach under the bus when it's like, that's not what I said. It's not exa- at all. And they're like, uh, yeah, those are a couple of words that you said. So, yeah, there's just you got to learn all that stuff. Um, and then the last thing I do is uh, I run these camps where I have the top you know, five or six college quarterbacks, all guys who are starting and balling. Um, I have them come out. They, they, I work with them for two or three days, all on NFL stuff, get them ready to rock. And then um, I have a high school kids camp come in and I have about 25 high school kids come in. The college guys coach the high school kids along with me. It's really amazing. Um, these ki- high school kids, they don't watch a lot of NFL. They idolize college football players. Right. That's what they watch. So when you have Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, Josh Rosen, all these guys coming in, <laughs> these college studs come in and they're working with you, hand in hand, you know, every day for these weekends. Uh, it's incredible. Um, and I work with uh, Lululemon on that. Right. So Lululemon has been an awesome support um, uh, for me and, and for for all the stuff I do in football. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they've been they've been very supportive of everything. And uh, it's been really cool to to get the kids introduced to a dope brand, get them introduced to some amazing players, um, and really show them that. Yeah, these guys might be super talented, but I mean, the reason they're there is because of work. Exactly. Now, you're, I just noticed your wife came up here. She has her bags all packed. I know your seaplane is on its way. Dude, yeah. you got, you're on a seaplane. Seaplane. Well, first off, let me quantify, classify, or clarify that. <coughs> so we had some some special guests this week who were who were nice enough to offer it to us. So. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, pretty incredible. Sorry about this cough. This thing's right, been man. nagging me for the last week and a half. I caught this cold while I was here, and it just kicks my butt. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of sidetracked as well over here because you and I, like I said, we're sitting here at the at the bar, and we're looking out on the ocean, and here is Logan Galbraith, who is a former San Diego Padre, um, functional coach, uh, owns Deuce Gym, Original Nutritionals, and Tate Fletcher, former UFC fighter. Badass. Badass. Human being and uh, actor. He's in all kinds of TV shows right now. And they're in Kittyland, and they're having the time of their life right Tate. now. Tate's Tate. going off on a wave. Here he goes. Tate's on a Get big stand up. Get up. Uh, a little sideways. Oh, there he uh. goes. Oh, he just missed it. His he timing was just a little here. off. He was out here. He was a great coach. He was pushing him into stuff. He was, and, you know, Tate's a huge guy. So, and Vava's a little guy. So it was kind yeah. of funny watching that happen. But um, to wrap things up here, um, let's talk about the Raiders. Let's talk about them. Well, well, first of all, who's your favorite NFL team? You know, I. it's once you play for teams and you see how the business works. It's really hard to be a fan of a team, right? right. Now, t- to be fair, I wasn't—I didn't grow up a diehard fan of anything. Uh-huh. And you didn't have a team that you said, "Hey, this is the team you know, I, I want to play." I want to play for the Cowboys. I mean, I watched the Cowboys in a little because they're winning Super Bowls, but I wasn't paying attention. Um, it, one of the things that's been happened this year. So I told you last year was my first full year out. Uh-huh. I have like fallen in love with football again because when I was in high school, my brother was in college right up the street at USC. 
So I'd play my game Friday night. I'd go to his game Saturday, and we'd have church on Sunday and hang out as a family. So I didn't watch any other college games, and I didn't watch any NFL games. Right. Then I play in college. Well, I'm playing on Saturday. He's so I don't watch. I'm, I'm working on Sunday. You run and lift and have meetings on Sunday. So I'm T-boning his game, watching it at night. So I didn't watch any other NFL. Then I went to the NFL. I'm wor- watching football all week. The last thing I want to do is watch football on TV. It's the last thing you want to do. It's watching hours and hours a day, right? And I'd watch my brother's game, and then I wouldn't ever, I'd be working on Saturdays. So really this last year and this season is the first time where I've been able to like watch a ton of college football, watch right. a ton of well, NFL. I see on your in- Instagram, you're at games all over the yeah, place. Yeah, and, and I get to go, like you're I went to Clemson, Louisville. Saturdays. You're got at, to go to like the best game. I'm going to yeah. next weekend, SC Notre Dame. I trained both the quarterbacks. It's going to be so dope. And your brother's always like, hey, come see me play. I'm in Arizona He's all the, the time Cardinals. watching him, yeah. yeah. So this has been so fun for me. I will say this, though, in terms of answering your question. So I played for a bunch of teams, and then when I went to Chicago, the first like week there, we were at practice, and there was a super old lady. I don't remember her name. Super old lady sitting in a chair watching practice. And I'm like, dude, what, what is going on? And I meet her, and she's telling me how big a Bears fan she is. And so I'm like, that's cool. And she goes, I used to sit on my grandfather's lap and watch the Bears. <laughs> and it's like, damn. And she's been a diehard Bear fan. And there wow. are tens of thousands of those people there. Sure. So if everyone thinks it's a big deal if the Cubs win. Cubs won the World Series. Unless you've lived in Chicago, you don't realize how big of a deal it is that the Cubs just won. It's yeah. a way bigger deal than you think. So when I was in Chicago, it was like, I didn't get really, after I got cut from other teams, I just didn't really care about those teams anymore. Yeah. Like, I want my buddies who are still in the Bengals to play well, but I don't <laughs> really care about the Bengals, you know? But my wife and I, like, after being in Chicago, feeling the energy on game day, that city, the way they feel about them, the way the team takes care of the community, all that, it's like, we're actually like Bears fans, like yeah. forever. Like I'm, gonna, I'm actually, it took me playing for him, but I'm like a Bears fan. And those original teams have that amazing history. And Well, it's one of those things that if you live in Chicago, it's your diehard Chicago, anything and everything. My friend that was just on the podcast, um, a couple of weeks ago, Isad from uh, the band Pepper, he is from Kona, but he went to Chicago and he stayed in Chicago and he saw how passionate and how everyone is in love with everything there. He became a full diehard Chicago fan. Dude, it's so cool. I mean, they literally like... From the Bears oh, to the Cubs. Well, and when I was there, the Blackhawks won it. Um, there was 2 million people in Grant Park in downtown Chicago for, this, for the parade. Right. I mean, it was... Two million people in one spot. Yeah. Right? I mean, and a hockey team won it. You know what I mean? That's it was just crazy. so crazy. Crazy. So, so let's, go, let's go to my Raiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, okay. we got off. Yeah, no, Raiders. that's okay because your wife's back. And she's like, honey, we've got a plane coming here in an hour. What's that, darling? Ordered a couple of Oh. Did you order for one for me as well? Mm-hmm. All right. See, that's a good wife. She said, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that she is. She's a really good wife and uh, she's we, uh, a sweetheart. We met in high school. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know a whole lot of guys who played pro sports who met their wives in high school. It's pretty cool. We dated sophomore, junior, senior year in high school, broke up in college, stayed friends. Well, it's kind of the same time. story as the Dorians. You yeah. know, they met in high school. Oh, really? Um, not going to the same high school. But uh, they were the same age back in the high school days. 
and they broke apart and then came back together. And, you know, and I think sometimes that's makes some of the best stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's rad. I mean, her parents are my parents, you know, they went to every game and, you know, saw them all every holiday for the last, I'm 32, so the last 16 years. So, but um, um, your Raiders, man, we, let's not get off topic. They're too good right now for us to get off topic too much. They are Normally, so we good. can change the subject and be like, you can ask me what I think of the Raiders, and then we can tail off into like my wife and like the Dorians. But the Raiders, are, they command our respect. We should talk about the Raiders. They do. This is their best start since 2005. And uh, it, it's been pretty tough. You know, we've had some gnarly ownership stuff and coaching and ownership always seemed to fall back across everything, uh, interfering with everything. You know, they're, they've always been known as the bad boys in football. I hate saying this like in media or podcast or anything like that, but I have like 50 unbelievable Al Davis stories that I can't say. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I never played for them. So people who played there a long time, guys like Charles Woodson, I mean, you can think of a million names, right? The Raiders, right. but like... I mean, there's there's some crazy shit went down in that building for sure, especially even with this new owner. But I will say this. Um, it looks like, you know, Reggie, the general manager, has given a lot of a lot of uh, pull to Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio is one of my favorite people Thanks. I've met in football. He's one of my favorite coaches ever. I trained um, I trained his kid right now, Luke Del Rio, who's having a great year at University of Florida right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm really close with the Del Rio family in um, – Jack is just straight shooter, no bullshit, awesome, tough guy. I would not fight Jack. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so, but they also did a great job. You know, they took Khalil Mack super high, and then they waited, and they took Derek Carr in the second round, and Derek Carr is, has been phenomenal. And so it's been awesome to to watch the Raiders kind of get that, get the, the respect that they – the fans have, have won it for so long, and it's been amazing to watch that run that they're on. And I don't, I don't see it slowing down. I mean, I – that they don't they don't feel like a fake team that's not for real you know what i mean no no they are just literally stomping people right now yeah and they're strong you watch what they did to denver last week we were together yeah yeah um the first five possessions we watched we watched friday morning football together yeah right <laughs> <laughs> monday the morning time change. monday morning football that's right monday morning football and, so funny and uh but you know you saw their first five possessions denver had we they never even got a first down. Yeah. It was crazy. The the Raiders defense just dominated those guys, held them back, and uh, we were able to just capitalize on that and keep scoring over and over and over. So I'm assuming that all your listeners probably don't really care individually, specifically about the Raiders. I think no. what your listeners would want to hear is if the Raiders win the Super Bowl, what's the Doe's going to do? Hopefully, you gotta. You should, and let's make it. Let's just like well, make a statement right now. Like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna shave your head? Or are you gonna like yeah, streak across well, the short? Like, what well, are you gonna do? See, I've um, not gonna shave my head. Okay. Um, I've streaked plenty of times. I'm kind of famous for that. So mm. I'll just you know. Congrats. Um, but hopefully, you know, you being friends with Jack Del Rio and everything, I'm gonna have a. Uh, uh, a little seat right there on the field for the Super Bowl <laughs> with the Raiders, and um, and then uh, maybe I'll streak across the field. Where's the Super across, Bowl this year? I don't know. Houston. Houston. My wife. There you go. Commissioner of her fantasy football league knows that, and she's good too. She knows. What's your her fantasy football. football team name this year? 
She's got Andy Dalton and Carson Wentz as her quarterbacks. It's Dalton Wentz the bed. (laughs) She used to have Justin Blackman on her team. And it was once you go Blackman. You never go back, man. <laughs> <laughs> she crushes it in fantasy football. No, um, she's good because I was watching her while we were uh, watching the game, and she was just all about it, man. Yeah. NFL's going on. She's seeing all the scores and everything coming in. and She knows a lot more about football than a lot of my friends. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, here we are in Fiji. We're a world away from UFL, US, NFL, yeah. U.S. football, mm-hmm. and we're getting everything live. Yeah. Right. Super cool. Yeah, it was just as fast as me watching the downloads on my phone. Yeah. Score changes and everything. Yeah, super cool. So it was pretty impressive. And um, but but honestly, man, I'm I'm stoked for you. It's a fun time to be a Raiders fan, and and uh, I don't I just don't see it slowing down. I don't. They're not like one of those teams who starts off hot. You know, every yeah. year there's a team that goes four and zero, and then they're just terrible. But it's like, man, they're good on D. They can run the ball. Um, well, you know, our division Derek Carr seems to be beast. the toughest division in the NFL right now. You know, we have two, you know, the Raiders are at 7-2 right now with a bye this week. And we have the Denver Broncos and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, which are both at 6-3. and three. Yeah. And then the Chargers have made it back from somehow. somehow. I have no idea. And they're like 4-5. and five. Yeah. Um, we've got the Texans coming up in a week. Uh, the only team that has beat us in our division right now is the um, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And we're going to play them at home next time. So Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I see the Raiders. Here's my prediction. Raiders, what are they right now? Seven they are 7-2. 7-2. and, two. Seven and two. The only team better than them right now are the Page. Dallas – or they're tied with the Dallas Cowboys, but, of course, the Patriots. Yeah. I, so here's my prediction – 12 and f- 13 and 3. They're only going to lose one more game. Okay. 13 and 3. They win the division. Um, they lose in the AFC Championship. So they get the number two seed. They lose in the AFC Championship to New England. That's you, my prediction. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. And if I, Dottie knows, my I, predictions are always I, wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> always. I think that they yeah. may be. Uh, Show New England something different that they haven't Ooh, seen all right. in a long time. And New England the thinks only, that yeah, they're the bold. No, no, that's bold. king of the hill. And uh, this is a whole new Raider team. Yeah. And they haven't played them. So they don't know what's coming. Yeah. I'll tell you what will make a big difference when, if the, when the Raiders get settled in a brand new stadium. Because I tell you right now. What the hell is up with that? I'll tell you right now. The Las Vegas I've, Raiders? Yeah, whatever. The Raiders are a big enough brand. It doesn't matter where they're at. They're right now. They're in Alameda. Right. They're not the San Francisco Raiders. They're, they're not in the, Alameda. Right. You ever been to Alameda? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's like I, I have a client. North Face is in Alameda. Uh-huh. I go to Alameda every now and then. There's not even a place to eat in Alameda. Right. I mean, there's, like, there's nothing. Right. So Vegas, yeah, because right now it is not a home field advantage for the Raiders to play in Oakland. Because I started, I played, I played there. I don't know that three times. It's not that loud. It's not that crazy. Uh-huh. The fans are insane. Right. The most insane. The black hole. The most insane fans in the NFL, and the place isn't even that loud. So they need a new stadium, and if it's in Vegas, it's in Vegas. And when they do, that'll be a big advantage. Stadium. It's a tiny stadium. It's a baseball yeah. stadium. Yeah. And so that would be the difference because if New England, the difference between playing in New England and playing in Oakland 
Nine day. Well, I would be okay New with England it. England is insane. I would be okay with it if they called them the Sin City Raiders. Sin City Raiders. I the like Sin that. City Raiders. That's the they like go that. together. Yeah. You know, um, Las Vegas Raiders. Just you know, it doesn't sound right. The Vegas Raiders doesn't sound right. Viva Los Raiders. Yeah. Wow. No, it's yeah. got to be like the Sin City Raiders. Awesome. But it looks like you guys are about to uh, wrap things up. Get out of here. Your wife brought us the most insane Tavaritas. Tavarita. And it's the best margarita in Fiji you can ever get. Mm. Thank you very much, Dottie. Thanks for having me on. I'm honored to be on this. Well, I know. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm stoked, honestly. I'm, I'm stoked. super stoked. Yeah. I love you it's long time. It's been a great week, man. Great week, man. Now, how can, to hang in my hometown. How can people find you? If you're an aspiring quarterback and you want to get trained, if you want some Kalo Look, I, rings. I mean, I, yeah, so QB Summit, um, it's uh, it's a gathering of quarterbacks. I mean, uh, this is, there's for high school guys and college and NFL players. Um, you find me on there on Instagram. I'm JW Palms, Jordan William Palmer. I'm JW Palms. I'm I'm kind of an interesting follow. I don't know. I post a lot of stuff about my family and my day to day, and I do a lot of cool work stuff, and I train a lot of cool people, and I go to places like Tavaru and surf, but. <laughs> um, I can't, I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's an interesting follow on Instagram, but, um, but I put some good stuff up there. Um, so that's the best way to find me. I'm on, I'm on Twitter as well. I don't check it a whole lot, but, um, you can't play in the NFL and not have a Twitter. So, yeah. um, but that's, that's kind of it. I love my family. I'm building some cool businesses right now and, cool. uh, working with some great young, young talent and trying to get waves in between. Well, hopefully we are able to get a hunt in before the next time For we go sure. to Fiji and, um, and get to see each other with a Raider win or something. For sure. It'd be great. And thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, man. Dottie, thanks for coming. Thanks for the thanks best for hat, me. the best hat yeah. that I own. You like that hat? That hat is sick. That hat is sick. I'll be sending one out to you as well, too. Perfect. And, Perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, it seems like every single Tate was just, I just did an episode with Tate, and he has not taken that thing off his no. head since day one, and he's like, this has become my all-time favorite hat, Dude, and I think I'm going to wear it such a dope for the hat. next year until yeah. you send me another one. The only thing that would be doper is if we just, like, you know, whatever. what do the Native Americans do? They scalped you, and I just got to wear Doze's hair. That would be an upgrade, <laughs> right? Like a Doze wig. But That's a lot of hair, man. Second is the hat that you gave me. I'm stoked. Right. Well, yeah. cool. Well, awesome. I'm stoked that you're on here, and I'm stoked that we're buddies. And yeah, man. And I look forward to the uh, future that we have together. And thanks everyone for tuning in. And until next time, a hooey ho! Thanks everyone for tuning in. And don't forget, you can check me out on Instagram at Dozer Dave, on Facebook at Dozer Dave Barnett, and on Twitter at Dozer Dave Knows. Also on my website dozenose.com and that way you can see all the guests in depth what they're about links to their websites and all kinds of killer uh videos and photos and stuff so um i want to give a big shout out to my sponsors if you guys ever plan on coming to the big island you know that's my backyard so make sure you guys go hit kona boys they've been serving up gear for island life in aloha since 1996 they're the one-stop shop for ocean fun they operate a legit selection of local style activities, including historical va'a rides, which is the outrigger canoe, paddleboard tours, and lessons. 
And uh, they're one of the only companies permitted to do kayak tours in Kalakakua Bay. That's where Captain Cook discovered and also perished <laughs> in Hawaii. If you need rentals for boards, bikes, boogies, and other beach goodies, Kona Boys is your spot. Go see Frank and Brock. They've got two locations, one down in the King Kamehameha Beach Hotel and one down in Captain Cook. Um, just tell them you heard it on Doe's Nose, whether you're in the shop or on their website at konaboys.com, and you can get 15% off with promo code Doe's Nose. So go check them out. Uh, Maverick Sport Fishing in Kona. It's the best, best fishing in the world is right here in Kona, and you guys can jump on this 40-foot beautiful boat that's air-conditioned with all the top gear. They specialize in half-day charters, three-quarter-day charters, full-day charters, and overnight charters. You can find them online at mavericksportfishingkona.com or call Captain Trevor Child at 808-896-7985 and tell him you heard it on Doe's Nose. He'll hook you up, literally. <laughs> hook you up. Yeah, that's funny. But anyway, uh, Original Nutritionals. They're not your regular meathead supplement brand. It's just pure, basic, and essential food and supplements to support what they call a clean athlete lifestyle. My buddy Logan founded the company with a food-first approach, working with average men and women like you and I to the best action sports stars and team sport athletes in the world. These guys know how to do it right. Head over to OriginalNutritionals.com. Grab what you need for listening. All you got to do is once again enter promo code DOZENOSE at checkout and get 15% off. That's 15% off with DOZENOSE at checkout. Kona Coffee and Tea. That's where I get my morning crack on every single morning. They have the best coffee on the planet. They grow up on the, on the slopes of Hualalai. Bring it down for us every day. Freshly roasted so that you can enjoy it as good as I do. Um, check them out at KonaCoffeeAndTea.com. If you guys live anywhere else other than Kona, you can order it right through the website. And um, it's the best coffee ever. They'll hook you up. It's really killer. GoPro. GoPro has been transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in their sport GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interests, whatever they may be. From extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer, GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion in the form of immersive and engaging content. They have all kinds of cool new goodies out there. They just came out with the GoPro 5, which is badass. It's voice activated and will do anything that you guys can ever dream about. They've got the new drone coming out. I'm excited. I can't wait to play with it. Um, for more information, go to GoPro.com or connect with them on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, or LinkedIn. How about Hurley? I'm really, really impressed with Hurley right now because they have all the top stars on the planet wearing their phantom board shorts. And speaking of top stars... We have uh, Chris Amore, who just won the contest in Portugal. Yes, she's Team Hurley. And now we have John John Florence, who, by the time this thing airs, um, might possibly be the next world champion. And, of course, he is a Hurley Team Rider. So 
go check them out. Get your phantom board shorts or get any of their other cool gear um, at Hurley.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And until next week, uh, we hope.